0: podcasts, Rob Sanders, some would be entertained by it, some would be horrified by Kale, it, Carolina Jackpot Hall, all would be interested in it, the Rob and Kale podcasts. And welcome into the Rob and Kale podcast. My name is Rob Sanders coming to you from Columbia, South Carolina. Some call it the armpit of the South. Some call it hundred miles from where you want to be. And then there are Gamecock fans. Who go into the middle of Methland here? They make their and some call it home. (laughs) Yeah, some call it home. By the way, the gentleman speaking to you right there is the best damn Gamecock YouTuber on the planet, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into the show, my podcast partner and not yours, Mister Carolina Jackpot.
1: He's just a common man.
0: What's up, gang?
2: How's everybody doing tonight? Happy home day. Time to get after some uh, college football picks against the spread. A little bit of discussion. I got some Jack, interesting Jack, stuff I'm going gonna, on this weekend.
0: Uh, I am looking a little forward to it. fire from you, jackpot. What's up Game. I'm gonna need a little fire from you, jackpot. This is game week. We've been waiting forever for this shit. And you need you need to show some damn. What, what, what did uh what did Will Muschamp call it? All gas, no brakes. You need to bring some fucking heat here, brother. Please don't you mention you his name. Go in this weekend, and, uh, and the Georgia State can't whip that ash. You need to slow down. No, you need to fucking for screw day. them. Shut up.
2: All <laughs> right, we got 26 people in here watching. I mean, give this thing a thumbs up. We moved this podcast back to 9 o'clock starting time so that we can avoid the Pigskin peat live shows. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I like to get as much people and participation in here to see everyone's stuff. So we changed our time here.
0: Hey, uh, not, nothing against Pigskin Pete, but does Pigskin Pete have a contest where you could win like twenty two thousand dollars for a football season? Let me know. Like Pigskin, no. he has you know. a show where they talk about
2: ACC football on Monday night. So that's exciting.
0: Good for him. Good for him. All right. Anyway, uh, we're going to get into our picks in a moment. The Callaway's Pick 'em Challenge, Callaway's Bar and Grill, callaway'sbarandgrill.com. That is the website, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, where you can uh, go and get yourself some good food up there for game day. You Georgia State fans that are coming to Columbia, hoping for a monumental upset, go to Callaway's while you're here. They'll be happy to uh, make sure that you're fed good. So, uh, you go to Williams Bryce and, uh, and be in good spirits. So there's that Callaways bar and grill.com. They sponsor the Callaways Pick'em challenge, which we are going to pick games here tonight against the spread. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks to everybody who's gotten into the contest. Also, we have Dennis Wilson, DNC trucking and transport, who I spoke to earlier this afternoon. We have fireside chats with uncle jackpot jackpot. Tell us the story, sir. Uh,
2: sucks to be a game cock. Um, Sean Elliott, Georgia State coach, left uh Columbia to take a better job. Uh we're uh, uh, truly a shithole. Um it sucks to be a game cop. Go tigers.
0: You left one piece out of it. Sean Elliott has more wins over Tennessee than Shane Beamer does. Yeah, All well here um, the program this evening. Yeah, that too. I <laughs> <laughs> Can't remember that one, right? But that's a good one. That's a good one. All yes, right. You got me. Hey. I got you. Oh, caught you red-handed. All right. Uh, let's see what we got here. We're gonna go ahead and get our picks out of the way. And then we we'll Leg says
2: GSU isn't coming to lay down. Hell yeah, they might be coming to get their ass kicked though.
0: Jackpot's on there. You go. That's that's that fire I need, jackpot. I need you to say things like the only way that uh, Georgia State will win will have nothing to do with what they do. It'll only have to do with what the Gamecocks do. That's what I need to be hearing this evening, sir. Okay. Yeah. So, with that, let's uh, let's get our picks together here. As I'm sure my my screen went blank on me there for a second. All right. Let's see your share screen. All right. So, where is it? There it is. All right. So here we go. The first game that we have on the schedule, Jackpot, is Army and Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina is at home. The bad boys from Conway, complete with uh, mullets and chewing tobacco and just about everything else, playing the clean-cut gentlemen from the Army that are uh, going to go in the Army when they get out of going to school for Army. Uh, Coastal's a three-point favorite. Yeah. Um... Whew.
2: Um man that's a tough one. Uh you know Coastal lost a lot off that offense. Still got old uh mullet boy back though. Uh this is not like I, I don't know that this is um uh, a uh one of the better army teams. Um tough Tough, tough, tough. I. Ugh. Three point line. Yep. Yeah, that could very well be a. That could very well be a push. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm not confident about it at all, but I'm going to go on ahead. I was listening to uh, someone on. Uh, a podcast that does this for a living. I'm gonna roll with Coastal Carolina.
0: I, I, no, I you know, the more and more I think about it, I appreciate the bad boys from Conway, but the young men from Army, the first game of the season, they always manage to catch someone early. Uh, in the first couple of weeks. Remember they went into Oklahoma, almost uh, took out Oklahoma. And here's the thing you can say, well, they lost this guy. They lost that guy. It's the same damn guy every, every year, guys that are undersized. They're just coached to death and they're smart. I think army gets the upset. So give me army plus three on the road. Jackpot up next. Utah. Props to, uh,
2: props to um, coastal for scheduling that game too. And, and keeping it on the schedule,
0: yeah. Well, and that's true because uh, wait, 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 yeah. Didn't hmm, didn't somebody yeah. that there like,
2: was one, there was the one program game. I can't remember who it was that they backed out of a game with them?
0: Hmm, why would you back out of a game with Army? I mean, they you know,
2: well, because you wanted most to weigh is
0: 250 pounds, why would you not want to take that game? Oh, we didn't want to
2: play. We don't we don't want to have to play a team that used chop blocks the week before we play the uh the Florida Gators. Oh, Jesus.
0: Speaking of the Florida Gators, Utah is on the road at Florida. Jackpot, I'm gonna go first here. I called this game in June. I think Utah blows them out. So give me Utah plus one.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna um I'm gonna go with Utah as well. Uh, I've heard a lot of uh, people say, well, you know, Utah's not going to be ready for the humidity and the heat in the swamp. Look, it's, it's summertime, okay? It's hot everywhere. Again, I don't want to hear about this dry heat and all that bullshit. What they, you remember uh, the, the first day of January that um, Utah played in the Rose Bowl uh, with Ohio State? What well, the game was like 52 to 49 or something like that. If now Ohio State, I mean Utah, had several opportunities that they blew to win that game. Now if Ohio State were going to the swamp, would would this be a one point line? Yeah, don't think so.
0: Well, we'll see about that. Um, so you're going with you're going with Utah or Florida there, buddy? I just said Utah. I misunderstood. Sorry about that. Big Barney Ross said, crack back you blocks. didn't misunderstand. You weren't me. listening. Okay, I didn't listen, sir. There you go. Uh, crack back blocks for the win. Big Barney Ross joining the program, as always, and dropping some knowledge there. Up next is Notre Dame at Ohio State. Jackpot, which way are you rolling here? Is the Irish are a 13-and-a-half-point underdog?
2: Uh, You know, I've seen it, you know, it's like 17 in other places, and I wouldn't hesitate to go with Notre Dame um, with that kind of line. 13 and a half points. Yeah, I uh, I, I think I got to go with Ohio State with that line. It's, It's just not enough points. I'm not I, I I think I don't know. I think I think that Notre Dame is going to try to slow the game down. They're going to try to slow the tempo down, but um, you know, Ohio State has had so much hype around them this year. And then on top of that, you know, they had kind of an embarrassing non-conference loss at home in week two last year. Which, which while uh, not playing the same team, I think they're going to be kind of looking out to avenge that one a little bit. I mean, these two are rivals, but they never play each other. Uh, I just think 13 and a half, I could see uh, Ohio State winning it by 14 or 17. So go ahead and give me the bucks.
0: The suck nuts. nuts, The suck nuts, exactly. Uh, Let me tell you a little story about a team named Ohio State from last season. Was it last season, Jackpot, where their defense was the shits for a while, even though they had like the absolute greatest offense and all that, you know, with CJ Stroud and all that, but their defense kind of shit the bed with them. Didn't Oregon wasn't it Oregon that went into Ohio State last year and beat that ass? And Ohio 16 point favorite. You know, and Ryan Day, first of all, let's give Ryan Day credit for scheduling um big teams. I mean, they are, they played Oregon last year. They've got uh, Notre Dame this year. You know, it's not like he's Florida and playing the shits, which is what Florida normally plays, or it's not like he's Tennessee and ducking army. He's actually scheduling top 15 programs. Let's give him credit for that. But until he wins one of those games and that defense actually comes out and looks good in that first game, I'm going to take Notre Dame. And the points right there, 13 and a half. Give me the Irish. All right. Uh, up next on the list is Georgia State at South Kakalaki. Georgia State is an 11-point underdog uh, heading into Columbia. The return of Sean Elliott. Man, you got to think, what would happen if Sean Elliott would have stayed? I mean, he's obviously shown he could be a pretty good coach at Georgia State. What would have happened? If they said, you know what, we don't want a fucking five-time loser and Will Muschamp. Let's just let the guy from Camden, which is right up the street from my house. Let's let him coach at the school that wasn't far from where he grew up. No, no, no. We're gonna go get Muschamp. That just shows you how morally bankrupt your program is down they, there. They, they
2: definitely, uh, they definitely could have saved themselves a lot of money with that hire.
0: They shit the bed is what they did. But anyway, uh. Georgia State is an 11 point uh, underdog there, jackpot. I know that I'm pretty sure I know which way you're going, but uh, what's your pick?
2: Oh, I think you know where I'm going with that. That's that's not enough points. Um, Let me go on ahead and roll with the Gamecocks. Um, yeah, yeah. Look, I think that, um, you know, I think that offense might sputter a little bit out of the gate. Just everybody getting acclimated to what's going on, but. Uh, up front, along both lines of scrimmage, I expect the Gamecocks to be solidly improved right, from what I've seen. Um, and I, I just think they're going to wear Georgia State out. I think this game could be close uh, into halftime and maybe into the third quarter. But after that, I kind of expect the Gamecocks to lean on them a little bit uh, in the fourth quarter and uh, and cover. Uh, yeah, maybe not by you know, a lot, but they will.
0: Yeah. Um, look, oh, South Harry, North-
2: Harry Legg over there says so the Panthers cover, but he can't tell you why.
0: Well, here's the thing: uh, the Panthers have a running back that will be playing for them from a uh, uh, gray gray collegiate, which is right here in Columbia, who uh, I've heard is an absolutely outstanding running back as a freshman. He may be able to surprise some folks out there, but the Georgia State secondary is trash. And uh, the, I'm not saying South Carolina's offense is going to be galactically good, but this game reminds me of the ECU game last year, where South Carolina's just got too much talent, and I think they're going to roll and win by about 17 points. So give me South Carolina minus 11. Uh, LSU, yeah, of course. I, I, wins I, next you, year know, you
2: know, you know, Williams is running back for uh, Georgia State as well.
0: Right. Yeah, and I forgot to mention that old Mighty Mouse. He's the he's the
2: RB two um, for Georgia yeah. State. Which I mean, he did pretty well last year. I think he rushed for about six hundred yards, about five touchdowns. That guy was—I mean, he was a good guy. I mean, I liked him. He was just out of fucking position at South Carolina. I
0: mean, he's also—and and let's let's just be fair. I call him Mighty Mouse, but the reality is, he's about five foot five. Now he's quicker than quicker than i'll get out but he looks like if he you know got barely popped that he might break into about eighteen thousand 000 pieces yeah, so, well he was out of, he was out of position
2: at south carolina i mean will Muschamp had him back there playing corner i mean that guy's like five foot six five foot seven i mean he i mean unless he could have had a vertical jump of about 60 inches i mean he wasn't going to be able to match up with those uh those SEC receivers, he just couldn't do it. He got hurt a lot, a lot of soft tissue injuries because of that.
0: Yeah. You
2: know, Harry Leg says, "LOL, GSU is legit." Based on what? What? What have they done? What have they done? They haven't done shit. Oh, oh! They played a close game against Auburn last year. Well, they didn't fucking win. Oh, they beat Tennessee. That was three years ago.
0: I, I, yeah, I that
2: bunch of damn
1: nonsense.
0: The level of talent uh, there is just it's just too different on on a lot of the sides of the ball there. So, but that's I mean on both sides of the ball where, yeah, I mean Sean Elliott's got some he's got the chops, but I don't know. David, got,
2: said, David says outside of Georgia State and App State, who else is good in the Sun Belt? Uh U. L. Lafayette, well, well, they were under uh, Napier uh, App State, yeah. Coastal Carolina.
0: Yeah. Um. Georgia State's projected to win Mark seven Sullivan. games, according to uh, several different sites that I've been visiting. But they're just I have too much in Columbia to have to deal with there. That's why I'm taking the Gamecocks.
2: U. L. Monroe.
0: <laughs> oh God. <laughs> LSU I mean, you're really gonna go with Louisiana Monroe, Jesus Jackpot. Let's just move on. LSU and FSU neutral site game. Florida State is a four point dog to the new look LSU Tigers where they went and got a Yankee coach to come and coach a Southern program and he has a fake Yankee accent or a fake Southern accent to go down there for those people. That's what I remember. but uh, which way are you rolled on there, Jackpot?
2: LSU easy money. That's the easiest one of the night to me. I mean, that, it's a home game. I mean, it's a home game for them. It's in the Superdome, right? Um, I mean, Florida State looked better the other night, I guess, but I mean, I, I still, I mean, I, I don't know what you could really gauge from that performance. I mean, Duquesne was not even. Duquesne's not even a good FCS team. So it's just like it was basically like a spring game scrimmage things all kind of weather issues there i don't i'm not buying them i mean i, I mean who i mean let's see i mean wh- wh- which one of these guys is the better coach um yeah i'm 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 solidly in the camp of the uh, lsu tigers there i think they went by double digits
0: well and let's remember the uh who is the gamecock defensive back that plays for florida state now what is that guy's name i, I interviewed him at at ACC kickoff. Of Robinson. Yeah. So he, you remember there were plays where he just looked like he gave up last year. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, he's running his mouth talking about, Oh, we're so different now. I mean, you quit on this coach last year. There were games where you quit on him before the season was even really underway. And we're supposed to believe that you're completely reformed. Now this is after you quit on South Carolina. Instead of staying there and honoring saying, hey, I want to be a Gamecock, which is what he said, now nah, I'm going to go to Florida State. Then I'm going to quit on Norvell, and now I'm going to go out here and, uh, you know, try to say that I'm not going to quit. I mean, this guy's a three-time quitter, and he's supposedly the leader of the defense there. Uh, LSU rolls.
2: Yeah, he's caught meat. um He, I, I can't – I don't get um, these guys that quit – uh, got all mad, got their feelings and shit when Must Champ got canned. It's fucking Must Champ. The guy was the biggest dickbag uh, on the planet. But right. you don't want to play for Shane Beamer. I, I don't know. Whatever. You didn't want to be around here. I mean, good luck to you. But, um, that's just, that blows my mind.
0: So, yeah, I just, I just don't think that, uh, that's gonna matter, to be completely honest. As far as, uh, you know, they say he's got talent. He's a player. <clears throat> That's just the way that it is. Qu- I mean, I don't. After, I mean, we we've noticed that play where he just gave up on um on a on a Jacksonville a State. Run.
2: He gave up on that touchdown. They scored on the last play of the game to win the motherfucker.
0: And he had a he had a legit chance to make that tackle, and just said, "Well, fuck it." So. Anyway, next matchup is Clemson and Georgia Tech. Uh, Jackpot, the Tigers, your favorite team, are a 21-and-a-half point favorite on the road at Tech. Which way are you rolling there?
2: Um, I, uh, here's the thing. Uh, I, I'm going to go with Clemson to cover there because, as you know, when you uh, play a road game – uh, in conference like that, you can't take – I mean, you can only take, like, your first string, your second string, and maybe part of your third string and then your special teamers. Uh, now, at home, when you're playing, you know, a, a Patsy, uh, you can empty everything. I mean, all these walk-ons and all that shit can play. You know, you can play 100 damn guys if you want to. But th- this means that Clemson's going to keep that. I mean, the, the, the fresher player's are going to be out there. I, I mean, I don't even know – I don't know if Georgia Tech will score um I I mean I think I, I think if Georgia Tech scores 10 points, uh, I would be surprised and I I don't expect um Clemson to set the woods on fire offensively I think it will be a little bit better than last year mm. and, and I'm saying something in the neighborhood of of 35 to three, 35 to seven maybe. Clemson opens it up
0: in the second half. This game's gonna be boring as hell. Uh, towards the, I mean, this is one of those games. Clemson will be up like twenty-four nothing at the half, and the backups will be playing in the uh, in the second half. But yeah, I, back- I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really be- know if
2: I'm yeah. buying that they're gonna score twenty-four points in the first half. Um, I
0: got, uh, I got a pick six. I think that's happening. That's how. Yeah, okay, uh,
2: it is the Clemson that's offense fun.
0: after all. That um, is the Clemson offense. You know, so, give you know, me it's Clemson a little bit challenged. Yeah. Up next, we've got Georgia and Oregon. Georgia is a 14 and a half point favorite in our spread here, Jackpot. Would you like to go first, or do you want me to go first? Um, I'll go first.
2: Um, I'm gonna roll, I'm gonna roll with Oregon to cover that number. Uh, Oregon defensively is pretty good. Justin Flo, uh, linebacker. What's the other kid's name? Uh, I not it escapes me uh that plays linebacker for them another really good player I think that uh you know that Georgia offense you know last year it was a top ten offense people keep it last year everybody said we really had to rely on the defense to win games had to re- that's not true they had a really good offense last year as well I mean your best receivers hit the transfer a portal spare me to talk about cock Bowers I know how great he is um but uh defensively i think that oregon stacks up okay i think they're i don't think that they're going to win the game they could um but you know i think this line's right about where it needs to be i think i think georgia wins by 10 to 10 to 13 points but i think that uh oregon covers that number just barely but i think they cover that number
0: um, and here's the thing: so people were talking about Oregon going into Ohio State and winning up there last year, and they were 17 point dog there. And you know, there I've heard that line so many times through the talking heads. Here, here's what I know: um, Georgia's got the advantage at tight end. Georgia has uh, a national championship winning quarterback.
2: That they I mean, do.
0: Had that uh, Georgia has. Talent stacked on top of talent, stacked on top of talent. But, ladies and gentlemen, from a Georgia fan via text message, it says, don't let uh, – let's see. I can't read that part. Uh, here you go. I'm dead serious. I think Stetson loses this game on Saturday, and I think he gets replaced midseason. Now, with that, I still think Georgia wins, but I think Oregon covers – I think they make it really, really interesting. And Justin Flo, by the way, is a hell of a player and uh, and can take over a game on that side of the ball. So give me Oregon to yeah, cover. Clemson wanted him, but
2: uh, he didn't want Clemson.
0: Oh, yeah. He didn't want to go to Clemson. No, uh, it's
2: other kid's name.
0: But Oregon will cover, but Georgia will win. Jimmy, Georgia winning by 7 to 10 points. Up next... The Cincinnati Bearcats go on the road to play at Arkansas. Uh, which way you rolling there, Jackpot? What's the line on that one again? Arkansas is an eight-point favorite at home.
2: That's a weird line. Yep. Um, I'm going to have to go on ahead and go with Arkansas there. Cincinnati lost a lot off that playoff
3: team.
0: Right. Uh, but- I, I agree the entire – Entire team's gone. So, <laughs> look, I it, here's the thing though I think that Arkansas will go out there and pop them in the mouth, but I still don't think Arkansas is very good. In fact, I think South Carolina can beat Arkansas. Wait, what? Sure about that. Yeah. Uh, well, but, but Jackpot, tell me why you think that Arkansas is just so much better than South Carolina. Right I now. think
2: they'll, I think they'll dominate them on the line of scrimmage. Oh Jesus!
0: Okay. Well, why that conversation? Give me, give me Arkansas minus eight because they're playing a shell of a former team in Cincinnati. Up next is North Carolina going on the road to play at App State. App State is getting three and a half points at home. Jackpot! Jackpot! I'm gonna. I, I'm summoning it up here. You're going with the Mountaineers, right? I mean, there's no way that you're gonna pick those baby blue bastards from Chapel Hill. All right.
2: Let me see. Let me lay it the song so you can see who I'm gonna pick. Hmm. Baby blue was the color of her eyes. Baby blue. Look, I firmly believe that you can't you can't judge a team. By how they looked the week before, I don't think North Carolina is as bad as they looked the week before. I think Drake May is going to be a decent quarterback for them. Might even be special. Um, and uh, App State, look, they've lost a lot defensively. Only got four starters returning this year. I, I think in uh, UNC scrapes by here. I think they win by about a touchdown. But there's also a little bit of a revenge factor here. Uh, they lost, and dropped the game to uh, App State a couple years ago at home. So, a little bit of a revenge spot. A little bit back in back at Smack Brown's first year back. So, um, let me go on ahead and take UNC here.
0: Yeah, I, well, Jackpot can take whoever he wants, but I'm going with the Mountaineers because, uh, you know. North Carolina is a cheating ass program. And I, I, it's I, betting with my heart here. I hope that App State beats them fucking sense. And you know what? Jackpot picked North Carolina, but I think there'd be a warm place in his heart if the Mountaineers went out there and slapped them around up in Boone on, uh, on. Oh, summer. I hope
2: they go out there and clown stomp them. I would gladly get this game incorrect. But I mean, it's just like a Clemson pick. I would gladly get it incorrect, but I I just don't I just don't see it I just don't.
0: And the uh by the two more now, matches. No, those kind plays
2: State. in the ACC. I mean, so you know that 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 also adds a little bit of something to it as well.
0: well that,
2: the, SEC, the ACC grind, that meat grind. Ah.
0: Jesus Christ! Fuck North Carolina. NC State, by the way, plays at East Carolina. The Wolfpack are an 11-point favorite on the road. Jackpot! You've been up there. Tell us about the parking at East Carolina.
2: Well, you park in someone's. You'll you park in someone's front yard if you exactly. give them twenty dollars. Well, and it's, and I, it's I nice. Just, it's not like you're parking a trailer or something. I mean, you know, I, I,
3: you're, I not, parking, news you're
2: news news not parking. You're not parking in news Mayhem Matthews. You're not parking in Mayhem Matthews neighborhood. You're you're in like a like an older rich neighborhood.
0: That's my, but I thought you were going to find some old lady up there that you could just sing a little bit of that George Strait you were singing a minute ago, and she'd let you park for free. Give her the old Kale Hall smile. Well, I tried,
2: but um, she wasn't having it.
0: Yeah, she's like, give me the $20, fucker.
2: <laughs> she's like, man, that sounds good. Where's my money?
0: Where's my money? <laughs> All right, uh, NC State's got tons of talent coming back. Um, I'm not too sure on East Carolina. When the more and more I looked at that matchup, it's a lot of points, and I started I started to think about it, and I've weighed back and forth on this a good bit. When you are a double-digit home underdog, and I'm not completely sure on you, I'm gonna take the underdog because that's a lot of points at home, and I don't look for them to uh, lose by that much. Give me East Carolina with the points there.
2: Yep. Rolling the same way. Give me the old lefty, Holt Nailers, and, and those ECU Pirates. They were tough last year from Gamecocks. I think the team's gonna be even better this year. They're returning most of their starters, and uh, I think NC State's overrated. I'm telling you, NC State is uh, NC State is fool's gold, fool's gold. Everybody talking about they're gonna make the playoffs, make playoffs, make the fucking playoffs. First, they ain't never done it before. What in the world makes you think you are going to do it now? You know, I, well, I, I mean, I, I just I don't see it. I mean, and nobody
0: picked that. Uh, nah. he, NC State is the Texas A&M of the ACC. They're about an 8-4 and four team. Their coach, everybody thinks that he does great stuff, and they've got talent always coming back. But in reality, they're just a shitter that goes 8-4. and four. That's pretty much what they are. Uh, how about, yeah, means, how about I
2: watched something, yeah, like, down here at the Big L, um, for some reason, I have a hard time sleeping at night. I'll wake up about 2.30 in the morning. I'll pull my iPad out and start watching YouTube videos for about an hour and a half and then fall back asleep. sleep. And uh, there was a little special on Devin Leary and the uh, the team. That was, I don't, know, they, I don't know, they filmed it, like, right around the beginning of uh, – of um, fall camp, but uh, yeah, they um, what was oh they showed up inside of the football facility. Those summer bitches have a Holiday Bowl trophy in the football facility from last year. Do you remember what the significance of that was?
0: They didn't play the game, and they, they play took the fucking played fucking
2: play. They, they they won it by forfeit.
0: <laughs> yeah, they wanted that and fucking Doran goes up there. We're going to take this. Get the fuck out of here, Doran. And he's got oh. a damn trophy up
2: in the damn football building. What a bunch of losers.
0: I mean, didn't they? And I think they're going to hang a banner for that, like Holiday Bowl champion. What
2: a they What, probably a,
0: will. what a bunch of dickheads.
2: Outside the 1969 ACC runner ups.
0: <laughs> the final game on the schedule as soon as, as Jackpot mentioned the Kale Hall special. He's some slap dick from East of Boga, <laughs> right. you know, community college. I mean, I'd rather pick the East Boga community college game than this game. I mean, I really would. It's just as viable as this game. But Houston playing on the road at UTSA. ah, uh, the Roadrunners, Jackpot, against the Scullet. Which way are you going there, buddy?
2: What's the line on the game?
0: Uh UTSA is getting seven points at home.
2: Uh, go with Houston you see
0: utsa
2: lost a lot off last year's team they were really good last year too really really good uh but they lost sincere mccormick they're just not the same team they were got a good coach there jeff trailer i think they'll bounce back but uh houston is very good houston was a, a two loss team last year and um you know kind of lost the the aac championship there to cincinnati but uh now they were really dominant. They blew out a lot of teams last year I think I think that I think they blow um the Roadrunners off the map here.
0: Uh, I'm in the camp of I, I I once again with everyone that's gone yeah you uh, uh, can call it.
2: yeah Brock Lee says the Kale Hall special is a, exactly. This is a good game. I mean you're acting like you acting like I picked them UMass two-lane game. Some doo-doo machine. Oh, but, well,
0: that, well, that's because you were in a good mood. By week three, you'll be pissed off because your picks are, are going correct, and we'll have to pick damn, I don't know, Uh, you know, the the North Carolina <laughs> school for whatever against uh, the cosmetology school. That'll be one of the matchups there.
2: Well, you. I mean, you know, I guess you better hope my picks start going well then.
0: Oh, well, fair enough on that. All right, there's my pick. I've got Houston. Give me the skullet. Uh Jackpot, we are going to take calls now because I'm going to answer the phone here. As soon as my picks go through, there you go. As you see, my picks have been submitted. And now we will take calls. The number to dial is 803-470-2905. If you want to lay something off your chest here, if you want to uh, put your team over, Now, remember, if you put your team over on Wednesday and your team shits the bed on Saturday, then you better show back up on Sunday or we're going to mock you until the end of time. But uh, we're taking calls right now, 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. That is the number to dial if you'd like to join us here on the program this evening. There is the bouncing ball, so you guys can uh, see the number there because some of you maybe hammered watching this show and you've got to be able to articulate and punch in the number and the phone and all of that. I wish
2: I were hammered right now, but I can't do that. Not during the week. Well,
0: brother, we're Um, one three days away. Have you decided if you are going to go home or if you're going to stay at the den of sin and watch football, which one are you going to do?
2: No, I'm going home. I'm going home. Everybody join me. We'll be watching this. We'll be live streaming the game Saturday night.
0: There you go. Uh, but And yeah, jackpot will be. You're doing a live stream Saturday we're night. That,
2: we're on that ESPN. We're on that government cheese ESPN plan that night. ESPN Plus or some bullshit such as that.
0: ESPN. No one gives a fuck. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, the one
2: with the one with the damn women announcers on it. Fucking a. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, welcome to the program. Good evening. Well, Bobby Durkin's here. Hey, giant cock. What you got?
3: Just kidding. Sorry. It's the biscuit. Hey, biscuit. <laughs> didn't, mean to, didn't mean to disappoint you guys. Uh, no, I, I've, I've got a, I've got a call. Unfortunately, yeah, biscuit, damn it. Hold on. find a
0: therapist who can help you. I hope you die of ass cancer. Yeah,
3: fair oh, enough. Damn
0: it, biscuit. Don't do that I'm to us.
3: some reverb here.
0: Is that yeah, you? What you got, man? Yeah, go ahead, buddy. What you got?
3: Uh, so I've got, I've got to uh, throw a, uh, jackpot maybe some south carolina fans under the bus a little bit um all week long i've been hearing this outrage this outrage over what is it commander cock or cock commander or whatever isn't this the same uh university that (laughs) isn't this the same university that for years no decades has been celebrating the perversion of their mascot slang on everything i mean you can't go anywhere without saying cocks on hats cock tattoos and everything and suddenly cock commander is going too far they're too classy
0: for cock commander well i, I mean jackpot did you want to did you want to name the the, the the bird cock commander i mean I, I i did
2: a video on this yesterday or the day before i could i don't give a damn what they call him i don't i mean i mean you could you could get, name him anything you could name him <laughs> burgundy toilet seats if you want to. I, I really don't care. Honestly, I don't even pay attention to the fact that they have a live rooster there. Cocky is the mascot in my eyes. It's cocky and nothing else. Just the hell with that damn thing. I mean, it's just something else to take care of. I, mean, I,
0: think I should ship it back to the farm. He's the two-piece special from Popeyes. That's what I call him.
2: Well, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, like, I, 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 okay, if, uh, um, LSU has Mike the Tiger. Uh, Colorado has the damn Buffalo. Um, Texas has Bevo. I mean, those, those things are kind of, I mean, they're, they're, those are like intimidating animals. Okay, I can understand that. I mean, I, but a, a fucking rooster? I,
3: I, come on. No. Nah, no. Nah. Yeah, but my, but my, my point is, is that for years and years and years, the the like South Carolina fans have celebrated the double entendre of the double meaning of the word cock. I mean, it's it's like all over. It's like it's like shock value stuff. Then suddenly, Cock Commander comes out, and they're like, "We're too classy. We're too classy for Cock Commander." That's what kills me. That's what makes me laugh. I don't get it.
1: Now, I don't know. I, know. I never. It? I've never.
3: I've never
2: thought about that when I was yelling "Go cocks!" And just I don't know.
0: <laughs> I mean, it is it is kind it's of weird. On. You go to come a on, game, the
3: Gamecocks. They shortened it to a no. word that has, has a double meaning. I,
0: I, I agree I with this it because it's it's really weird when you go to a South Carolina game and you see middle aged men like Kale all screaming at the top of their lungs, "Go Cox, go Cox, go!" Cox. I mean, if you have are, the
2: mind of a child, I guess that okay, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. But to me, I mean, I've never even thought of that. Go Cox.
0: Uh, twisted chicken says, but the blades on a fighting rooster and he can bring some pain. That motherfucker oh, is not in doubt.
3: They do, man. My brother has some chickens. He's 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 gotten like he's gotten uh, spurred by him. And then he you know what he did? He me. killed
0: it. Yeah. Then he made he made a <laughs> two piece special. That's what the hell happened. <laughs> the hell's
3: the, the damn he rooster? Roosters. I've gotten just roosters, by the first one that spurred him. He decided to kill him. There you go. Just get get pecked yeah. by a fucking
2: hen. That shit hurts.
3: Yeah, it does. It does. No doubt about that. We're talking about some Southern stuff here, aren't we? Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, in regards to, to, oh, the other thing, uh, in response to the Jackpot, you've been saying all week how you don't understand why Clemson is the four, has the fourth best odds to win the national title? No, what I don't. Can you why? This is a team. Okay, so this is a team that's won two national titles in six years. They won ten games last year, only lost three. And I know it wasn't the best year. It wasn't a great ten and three, but nonetheless. They returned maybe arguably the best defense in the country. And it had injuries last year. You know, Brzee's back and who was the other big timer that they lost early in the season is back. If they yeah. fix it just slightly, if they fix their offensive line and their and their quarterback plays halfway decent, they're gonna win the ACC. Now, oh, I
1: agree. I agree that those are those
3: are a
2: lot of ifs. I mean, you know that that offense looked so bad last year. I just don't see. I don't see how it's how it's national championship caliber. I just don't. Defense. I, don't I do. How they, how they go for good. Defensively, I mean, they're awesome, but you know, offensively, eh, not so much. And then you got to look. The the guy that uh, the, the the quarterback coach who failed to really develop uh, the ukulele is now your offensive coordinator, and he's an average ass hit offensive coordinator. So that's
3: uh, that's something else. We'll see. We'll, we'll we'll see. I I would be here's the thing. I would be far more shocked if their defense weren't good than finding out that their offense is actually good. If that makes sense. Like, I, yeah. I actually – I don't think there's any doubt that their defense is going to be really, really good top three-level defense this year. There's not a high risk there that they're going to suddenly fall off the map. That wins them yeah. 10 games right there.
2: Yeah. I mean, and the people that are saying that, oh, well, their defense is going to go – their defense is going to go to shit because Brent Venable is in there. No. That, I mean, not this year it's not anyway. I mean, there's too much talent over there uh, for that to happen. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's I saw like they can coach themselves almost. Yep. So yeah, you're, piss, you're pissing. When you say those things, you're pissing off Bobby Durkins. Well, I wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> so I guess I better, I, best, I guess I better, uh, you know, reevaluate what I'm saying. Cause that is the last person in the world that I want to get, uh, on the wrong side of
0: <laughs> All right, hey biscuit. Thanks for calling buddy. We appreciate it. No problem. See you later. All right. There you go. Biscuit joining the program. Uh, You know, Biscuit defended uh, programs that aren't his. Uh, And, uh, you know, but no one's calling up Telton, their team yet. Leonard is not even talking about his team. He's just saying that Rattler is going to throw four picks on Saturday. Who's going to pick him off? Well, that, that, and I'm being, uh, this is a real question for you here. I've seen more Tennessee fans that have been talking shit about Spencer Rattler. Than any other program in the country, either there's one two things: either a they're jealous as fuck because he's an actual quarterback and not a system quarterback like Hendon Hooker, or b they're scared to death. It's one or the other. I mean, it really, really is, and they're just hoping for failure from this guy. Are you seeing the same thing that I am?
2: Yeah, these motherfuckers are are also they're they're. They're sitting here telling you that Brew McCoy is going to go out there and be their number two receiver. Had, that he's he's eligible to play now. Has this guy ever? Um, has he seen that down of football since he's been in college? Yeah. I've never heard of her. No, dude. He was he was liked the number one or number two wide receiver recruit in the class of fucking twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. I think the thing. This was how it went committed to USC, then he flipped his commitment and transferred. No, he, he was at USC as a freshman, transferred to Texas, stayed there for like three weeks, didn't like it, transferred back to USC. I think he lost a, or, or lost a year of eligibility there or something. And I'm not sure what happened at USC. I mean, he's been injured, uh, everything in the damn world. Somehow or another, he hits the transfer portal. He winds up in Rocky Flop. And I don't, I think there were like questions of whether he was eligible. There's been all kind of damn shit uh, surrounding him. And now this week, he was finally cleared to play. I think he goes out there and lays a gigantic turd burger. I mean, I don't, I don't even know the guy. I mean, I have not seen where he's even seen a snap of action in college. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he played some during the COVID year because it's COVID year. for Somebody, but.
0: I, I don't know. I It's just, I've seen a lot of that from Tennessee fans, and they think we're just ripping them. But I've just seen that a lot of that. It's like they're scared to death of Spencer Rattler. They really are. Welcome to the program. Good evening.
3: Hey, it's Chris from Georgia.
0: Hey, what's up, buddy? Uh,
3: so. If you go back and look, you guys want to talk about Brew McCoy, see if, if he's going to do anything or not. This offense just, it makes wide receivers good, like it just does. If you go uh, look oh, at oh, –
0: so, Stop, go stop, one second. Tillman, stop.
3: Rival two stop, star, stop, stop. not look what stop. he did before this year. D- 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 d-
0: d- stop. I was going to tell you, you're exactly right. Lots of guys that don't really have talent end up looking like world beaters in this offense because of the gimmick portion of it. You're absolutely right, sir. Continue.
3: I mean, you can claim that. You can claim they don't have talent. I mean, they're getting drafted third round. Like, Velas Jones, who didn't do anything before this year. I mean, if you actually throw the ball, some some schools are scared to throw the ball. I think everybody's excited for Spencer Rattler, but I really don't think Satterfield's going to let him throw the ball because he's scared to death. I mean, I don't know how – you can sit there. Luke Doty, yeah, he was hurt. His arm wasn't hurt. He should have been able to stand back there and throw the ball. You had a five-star running back, and then you had – had a broken foot, which you have to plant to throw the football. You couldn't move the ball. You couldn't move the frigging ball. You got like two yards to carry against Tennessee, hey, who had shit, a terrible sir, defense sir, with a five-star. Sir. Yeah, well, Kevin Harris
2: wasn't getting two yards down down carry when he ran down y'all's fucking throat, and we're on the damn one-foot line, and then we decided to have the fucking defensive end throw a goddamn touchdown pass, which didn't fucking pan out. Then y'all the flipped the field, rode break. that to the damn that victory. Right, so that, that, that that play right there to find that damn game. That that's where we, we lost the that, fucking dude. game right there.
3: Go look at the stats. We didn't Sorry. have a person break four yards of carry against us until Alabama. But, but, but. SEC leading rusher, Tyler Beatty didn't break four yards of carry, he didn't break hundred yards. He look. You got all these running backs and all these defensive linemen that are five stars. You can't do nothing with them. But oh no, no, we're recruiting good. we finally going to do something with these five stars. No, you ain't. No, you ain't. Well, I tell you what, we're not going
2: to do is lose to Purdue. Not lose to Purdue. Purdue would smoke the
3: shit out of you, bro. They wouldn't. <laughs> Purdue, Dude, Purdue beat again. Iowa. Purdue beat Michigan State. Oh, they mean, beat a bunch of slow white guys. Oh, wow. That's for nothing. Awesome. They would just score again. Alley, and if you come out here and claim that you would beat Purdue them, just you again. would beat them. Oh. We beat them like a drum. We'd be, we would beat we would them, them like a the drum.
1: They
2: winning
1: records last year. ECU. Six seven win ECU by three points. ECU is tough ECU at home. Tough I don't know if ECU you've heard records. that or not.
0: They just scored again. You can't beat again. a power five team with
3: a winning record. So Purdue, Purdue you scored again.
0: You won't i
3: guarantee you won't do it this year oh and look at Purdue scored again kale just sucking on south carolina's cock i love clemson but i also love south carolina if it fucks over tennessee it's the saddest shit i've ever seen dude it's the saddest
0: shit i've ever seen let's listen to me for a second sir the only thing that i know for certain about you is that you at one time probably lived in tennessee you're still a tennessee fan but you went to georgia you left the state that's the same thing that's happened with a lot of other people that were actually born in Tennessee and said, you know what? Fuck it. We're leaving. The Queen of Soul, she left. Uh, Elvis Presley died in Tennessee. Martin Luther King was shot in Tennessee. There's nothing I good about the entire state of Tennessee, sir. Strong Thurman. Sir. Strom Thurmond R- out here R- raping all his.
3: All is uh, uh we will stuff, not like... we will
0: not sit idly by and let you uh let you bash a man that was elected into like what 50 years of service to the actual country. We're not gonna do that on the program, sir. We're not even gonna talk about the political stuff that goes on in Tennessee. We're not gonna talk about the stuff that you guys pulled with Shiano and, and everything else. We won't talk about that. We don't have to get into that. All we know is for certain is that you are a Tennessee fan that lives in Georgia which means okay, you're not that, smart enough to go to and be a Georgia Tennessee fan you still want to run around with that goddamn backwards t on your head
3: what's that got to do with tennessee's going to smoke the shit out of south carolina
0: well we we have to we'll wait for that, that we have to wait for that game in november so we'll there you it. go with that
3: I, do you think do you think it'll be like 38 to 7 in the first quarter again or i know like, i know, look, I know what, on what, saturday night we're going to put on a clinic for you called how to beat georgia state Look, why, why? If you're oh, so, John Elliott's gonna smoke you guys, dude. If he can almost, okay. if he can beat Tennessee and almost Auburn, he'll smoke South Carolina. You're the third best well, team in that conversation. He'll oh smoke. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah, we're the third best team in that conversation, but we beat Auburn. That makes sense guys hired a last name. You know what? We hired the last name once, too, back in 2010. We hired Derek Dooley because we thought, hope hey, we just like his daddy, he might win a national championship. You can't even hire the son of a national championship winning coach. The son of a bitch was a goddamn assistant coach for 20 fucking years! He
2: coached in fucking Tennessee! He's been all over the goddamn country! He's coached in a fucking Kirby Smart! He He's coached in Raleigh! Everybody else! You know what the fuck you're talking about, you stupid son of a bitch! Derek Doley coach with Nick Saban,
1: bro. I don't give a fuck. Nick Saban was Nick Saban then. Go to
3: hell. <laughs> coach with um, Nick Saban, dude. That's I'm yard. not the only one that can come unhinged. him.
0: Look, uh, Pop, Do not do not get your blood pressure up over a guy who fucking left the state and still fucking – Maybe he went to Georgia because he could get fluoride there because no one else in that state has fucking fluoride for their teeth up there. Well, I so. don't think
2: they have it in either place, yeah. but. Mm. Isn't Jack uh, Bob, he's
0: hold on, on let me, Carolina. let me, let me, let me, hold on a second. Let me address these people over here. Uh, there are people that are saying that this is a Tennessee hate show. No, it's not. You're not relevant enough for anyone to hate you. You are a fucking shithole. He's the Stop one who called in here not. running that pecker liquor. The fact that we actually talk about your no piece of shit program.
2: Cause I got, right. he got upset <laughs> because I said, I didn't and know that, what that, my call well, I've had, I've had enough
0: of him babbling. The fact that we actually mentioned your piece of shit program over here where you're just slightly better than fucking Vanderbilt, that should be something that's good for you. Generally, the only time anybody talks about your program is at the damn clan meetings up there. So you're getting some actual coverage that's outside of the state, which is good for you. That's our good deed, sir is that we talk about your piece of shit program. I've said it once and I'll say it again. You'll turn those damn uh, clan hoods back into uh, Casper costumes come October and we won't see you again until baseball season. So go fuck yourselves and uh, continue. 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. Kentucky Durbin normally says dumb things, but this is true
2: violation billy cole Cole says second winning this program in the sec stfu jealous prick could you imagine what well what imagine what they could be if you hadn't been dog shit for the past 20 years
0: imagine that welcome to the program caller hey this is this is baylor man how y'all doing tonight Hello, Baylor man. Are you gonna call and tell us that uh, your program's the absolute best and that? Hold on, hold on hey, hey. let me
2: let me address this one real quick. Deline, Deline. I guess you uh, Is that I can't see good. I say, Dildo. D I L D
0: O. No, Campbell. It's Dildo Campbell. That's We're slightly
2: asking. better than Vandy than what the hell is USC Junior? I don't know. I don't really study up on the West Coast USC. Uh, but anyway, uh, if you're talking about South Carolina, we haven't lost a Vanderbilt since the George Bush administration. Y'all, not so much.
0: Uh, go ahead, go ahead, Baylor man. What do you have for the program?
2: Chris Chris over there back is back in the comment section, flapping his gall to get softest call in show. South
3: Carolina is going to be with the dumbest callers
2: sometimes. Unfortunately.
3: Mm-hmm. That is yeah, going so to be a fun here's, trash talk. Here's,
0: here's the thing. Here's the thing on that. Uh, I mentioned that you're slightly better. You're just right on their par with, Van, with Vanderbilt. In the past 10 seasons, Vanderbilt has five fucking wins against you. You have five fucking wins against them. Stop with the bullshit. Peyton Manning's not dragging nuts on trainers' faces. Phil Fulmer's not doing whatever the fuck it was he's doing. You're a piece of shit program. And I stand by that. Until you fucking actually win some games, don't come up in here acting like you're fucking Georgia or Florida or even fucking Mizzou. Mizzou's got fucking more SEC titles in the past uh, SEC East titles than you do in the past 10 years. You're lucky that we talk about you at all. All right. So stop with the bullshit. All I said was is that you're obviously scared to death of fucking Spencer Rattler. And you are, because you haven't seen a quarterback like that come through there in forever. So that's that's your problem. You can't take on any of that. And it's great to have talking season. But once again, the same thing that I say to Gamecock fans when they start talking about, oh, we're going to win against Clemson, I'll give you the same thing. November is coming, motherfuckers. And somebody's going to have to shut up at the end of it. And we shall see. Anyway, Baylor, man, what else you got for the show?
3: Well, um, I'm looking in here in the comment section, there's a little type type typer troll saying, Baylor Man is delusional too, so he's basically accusing me of being a longhorn fan, which that's not good. I don't know what to tell you, sir. <laughs> They're the kings of delusion, but that's beside the point. Man, Thanks. week one Saturday is just around the corner, and uh, it's going to be good.
0: You just see I'm the dumb over that. here. Yeah, and I appreciate that, Baylor, man. Biscuit says, Tennessee hasn't lost less than four since 2004. Good point. Uh, and here comes the dumb. Tennessee is better than Clemson. Uh, okay, Vol State, uh-huh. whatever, man. You, you here, what be- about
2: Dakota? Yeah, and look who we've had coaching, and look who South Carolina has had coaching. South Carolina should have been way better than Tennessee. Will Muff-
0: Muschamp? Welcome
1: to the program, good evening.
0: He oh, fucking Tennessee. He We've already heard that. All right. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Hey Hello.
3: Rob, how you doing?
0: Hey, what's up? Let's
3: go ahead and start off with fuck Tennessee. They can all go to hell. Very good. Yeah, you know, I you. can't see. But uh, other than that, I just want to talk about recruiting a little bit. I know it's a little off topic, but have you been seeing the defensive linemen? South Carolina's getting six, five minimum, all about two forty. All four stars beating out Ohio State, about to beat LSU. Well,
0: I have to the give uh, credit. I have to give credit to uh, my podcast partner, who's sitting across from me here, who said that in his bold prediction for this football season would be that South Carolina's recruiting class for next year would be uh, the best recruiting class in 247 sports uh, as far as their rankings coming from them for South Carolina. Jackpot called that, what, two weeks ago? And he's right. They just keep bringing guys in. So got to have those four and five star guys to win games.
3: I don't know if you saw – Nicholas Harbor, Crystal Ball just ran, uh, rolled in for him. He was actually sporting the uh, Gamecock gloves at his game last week, so hopefully we'll land him. That really polished off the class. Awesome.
2: Chris Foster over there says they'll lose them all by December. Yeah, because we're we're just so known for losing commitments yeah. under uh, Shane Beamer.
0: Yeah, I you know the all he, the all he was, does is lose
2: commitments and uh, recruits. So.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, I, I have to entertain. I have to entertain Hall and Oates. Yeah, Hall and Oates is correct. If I can find it, because I've got it somewhere, and and I've just forgotten to play it. Jackpot! The the wonderful Jim Cornette rant that. Uh, what I mean, I I had it. Oh, here we go. Yeah, you fucking redneck cousin, fucking chicken, fucking hillbilly, goddamn East Tennessee outlaw mud show piece of shit. Very good. Anyway, uh, final call for calls this evening, 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905, if you'd like to join the program. Um, Dylan Campbell says you've lost three straight games to a team that's barely better than Vandy. You're not a good program. Stop thinking that you are. Stop it. You're not very good. I know you guys are all up there having uh, cockwarming parties and – you know, circle jerks where three guys are pivot man, but you're not. What there. are they
2: ranked? What are they ranked right now? Tennessee, like fifteen?
0: They're not. Tennessee's not ranked. You're kidding? Oh, me. The in the recruiting rankings? I don't know. Are we talking recruiting rankings or just ranked? No, players? in the AP. Oh, and the AP, they're not ranked. They're not fucking su- ranked. They've got to be. Tennessee is not ranked. And
2: no, we're talking this much shit.
0: No, they, 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 they're all built on oh my goodness, fucking Lane Kiffin cheated us and blah, blah, blah. And the refs fucked us against Purdue. That's all they're going to come at you with. Same thing. Look at this. Here you go. Crisis says 26. We're the first team out at 26. Why don't you hang a fucking banner for that? We're ranked 26th in the preseason poll. Yeah.
2: All we got to do, do is cover the spread against Ball State and we're going to sneak in at that.
0: Oh, Jesus. That's some funny shit right there. Welcome to the program. Good evening.
1: So I knew this was going to happen, and I wanted this to happen. Mike Norris doesn't like Notre Dame. The Freeman factor is going to be 0-2 pretty soon. Okay. So what? So what? That's my question. I'm getting sick of people saying this. Oh, Marcus is going to be 0-2. So freaking what? He went 0-1 in a bowl game with the other guy's half-assed roster and after coaches figuring out their next job. Is that his fault? I don't think so. Then, oh, Freeman's going to get exposed against Ohio state. Even if you get blown out against Ohio state, it's more of an indictment on the Brian Kelly recruiting regime than it is this guy. Week one, year one, game one. So all the people saying that, that when Freeman's 0-2, he's going to be exposed, that he doesn't have what it takes to be a good head coach, you're full of crap. You're full of crap, okay? I've said it before. I'm going to say it again right now. The exact reason so many Notre Dame people wanted Brian Kelly gone, the exact reason for that is now Marcus's problem against Ohio State. That reason, number one reason, doesn't recruit enough high-end talent to beat the good teams we play. That's the number one reason, okay? Just because Kelly's gone now doesn't mean that problem he caused is fixed yet.
0: Um, Sir, ho- hold that. on for just a second. Uh, oh, are, you, are you still there? Hello. Uh, anyway, first of all, uh, Brian Kelly had top 20 recruiting classes at Notre Dame. I'm looking at them as we speak right now. And as far as teams that you play, I mean, you play uh, ACC teams that it's not like you're on a spindle playing Clemson every year, but forgive us if we don't get ramped up for you playing Navy and, you know, the other guys that are just, you know, the the academies. It's nothing against the academies, but it's not like it's just this lightning schedule.
1: I'm not listening to fans of other teams, and I'm definitely not open to listening to Notre Dame fans all and say, John, this proves he's in over his head. No, it doesn't. It proves he's working with the roster. The other guy built lazily. Lazily. Now, three years from now, then you got a fair argument. Marcus Freeman losing games he shouldn't lose in a few years with his talent in there, with his coaches in there, with him having that coaching experience. Then we can have a talk about that. But if Marcus Freeman goes 0-2 oh, to start all this, look down in the you and thank Brian Kelly for a roster with about two wide receivers. Okay? So I ain't listening to that. I'm just freaking not. The same reason you wanted that guy gone is Marcus's
2: problem against Ohio State.
0: All right, all right. We've heard enough. My
2: goodness! Hey, every man. time, um, every time we have a Yankee call in, this is going to be the soundbite.
3: <laughs> I think that works.
0: Yeah. What? What a mess. Uh, he. Some people are saying that's a recording. Well, hey, if it's recording, have at it. I mean, whatever. Um, some of what he, some of what he said was bullshit. By the way. I mean, Brian Kelly was looked upon as like a a good coach for a long time. So there's that. All right, let's go back out to the phones. Welcome into the program. Good evening. Hello. Hi. Hi. It's your dime. Spill it. Hey, this is a down. giant cock. What do you got for the program, man?
3: Hey, I just want to talk about uh, how is going to Heisman and how Tennessee's going to Florida in LSU.
1: This dude's a freak.
0: Cool. Anything else? Uh, th- thank you for contributing absolutely fucking nothing to the show. I appreciate that. <sighs> Holy shit.
2: It sounded like he was taking a bath.
0: Oh, he wasn't taking a bath. They don't have baths in Tennessee. Jackpot? Holy well, shit, he was, dude. He was in the creek. He was in the, in the creek. Uh, 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. If you would like to join the uh, program, uh, Dr. Vall says, seems like y'all see Tennessee getting better and all of this hate is nothing but fear. No, look, I, I can tell you I, I don't I, I can't speak for Jackpot and his team, but I can tell you from my team, we're not scared of your fucking team. Your bitch pussy team. We're not well, scared of that Clemson
2: team. be scared of number one, they're not Hi. even gonna play them. Number two, if they did, yeah. uh are yeah. pretty good, they'd beat the holy hell out of
0: them. T- Clemson wins by 17 over your shithole right now. So don't even don't even come at me with that nonsense ridiculous rob
2: seriously on a serious note though, do you think that clemson that you think the clemson defense would shut down the gimmick offense or just slow it down
0: um well to be honest i think they would figure something out and uh, and have them uh, but too much speed with the clemson offense there uh and i gotta read dakota's super chat i didn't see it jackpot are you excited about the sc new light show
3: Jesus!
2: Oh, I oh absolutely! I've had a boner in my uh, britches ever since I found out about it. That won't be uh, won't go down until Saturday night. So yeah,
0: B- Billy. I, I I look here's here's what I can uh, here's what I can give you. Okay, uh, the roster that Clemson has is stacked with four and five star talent. You have a throwaway from fucking Virginia Tech and a UCF head coach acting as an SEC coach. Fuck out of here with that nonsense. No one wants to hear that bullshit. Okay. No, in fact, Clemson has more talent on this team than you've had on all the Tennessee teams like the last six years. If we combined all of your players, you're not that fucking good. Billy says,
2: Compare last year's teams' common opponents. Well, you got Georgia. You guys lost to them 10 to 3, didn't give up an offensive touchdown. They lost like 41 to 17 or something. Wasn't
0: even yeah. close. Though, they scored though, and the game was close in the second quarter, Jackpot. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Oh, okay.
3: Yes. I don't you right now, where is, where's the where you want a husband and and potentially gonna be the crowd out of South Carolina, Florida, and, and uh LSU.
0: Cool, man. I mean, whatever you gotta go with here. 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. Uh, check common opponents from last year. Okay, well, if we're going by common opponents from last year, let's see here. Hmm. Is you it beat us like worse than year? they did. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> South Carolina didn't score a point on Clemson, but, you know. I can't, like,
2: you, Can you believe that we sacked Hendon Hooker six times last year? I couldn't believe that.
0: Well, and see that that were plays where the gimmick offense didn't work. They couldn't get up there and uh and just try to run plays when your guys were out of sync, you know, which is basically what it is. Which they have no offensive line, so that's what they have to do. That's why you sacked him six fucking times. So there's that too. All right. 803-470-2905. Couple more minutes for calls here. 803-470-2905.
2: Chris Foster says maybe our coach should have been sucking UGA off after game. Stroking his ball spotlight, like Beamer. I like the one the Tennessee fans throw out there the meme of Shane Beamer, like when he's like trying to get behind the team and the score is like 35 to 7. And every yeah. time I, I see it, it's just like so comical. I was like, you know, I mean, what was he supposed to be doing at that point? I mean, what, what would you have rather seen him doing? Going sitting on the edge of the bench, uh, sucking his thumb, crying, uh, worried about getting fired. I mean,
0: Welcome to the program. Good evening.
2: I'm
0: hey. Hi. Go dog. You... Well, uh, okay. There you go. Anything else?
1: I love watching your show.
0: Well, thank you for that caller. You have a good evening. You're welcome. All right.
2: The bad tea sipper says, I think Carolina Jackpot has gotten fatter since last season. I have. I put on some pounds right here. My God, I've been God, God, God. eating out since I've been working on the road. And I put on about 30
0: pounds. I'm so obese. Fuck me.
2: Uh, That's a lot it, of bacon.
0: Jesus. Um, where do we fucking go from here? Uh, I, do you want to just end the show? Can we do that? I mean... No. I mean. Uh, fucking goddamn it. I mean, can I even read any Do you want me to read the comments? Uh
2: I don't know, they're over there making fun of me, you know, cuz we got a bunch of uh we
0: got a bunch of Charles Atlas
2: lookalikes over here in the comment section, you know.
0: Damn, it, Dr. Ball says you've got the dicky do disease. <laughs> I, I fucking shit. All right, well <laughs> Uh, yeah, the tank top top is tough to
1: pull off tastefully, but gentlemen, today I thought I'd go over 10 rules for wearing one and not looking like
0: I can't have all that. I look Uh,
2: like um, I look like Mama June before she had the surgery,
3: except hairier,
0: Mama June with a beard.
2: Damn
3: she it. did have one between her
2: legs, from what I understand.
0: Mm. Uh, I'll tell you you wouldn't hit that. Fuck no, I wouldn't touch that <laughs> goddamn <mine. laughs> The mad tea sipper says, No way you're better you're you're way better looking than Mama June. Well, goddammit. <laughs> Oh, well, my
2: You
0: know. Daddy O said she had a beard before. Uh, you know, I have to give credit to Dr. Vall saying you had Dickie to disease. Jesus. Oh, <thank laughs> God. Wow. Oh, my goodness. All right. 803 eight eight zero three We'll take calls for a few more minutes before uh, we get out of here. Games are this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. If you need to make sure that you have your f- fucking picks into the damn system, don't be messaging me at 2 o'clock on Saturday saying, oh, I don't know if I put my picks in or not. You should know before then. Uh, if you submit mm-hmm. picks after me, <laughs> it's can not count. <laughs> Would you read the Leonard
2: Sarasota comment?
0: Yes. uh is this something? Okay. <laughs> I'm blind. That's funny. Oh, hold on, I'm looking. Cocky Boo Boo. Is that what you're saying? No. <laughs> he said, "Looks like jackpot eight Shane Bieber. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Man, damn <it. laughs> oh, god. Billy asked, Where did we go on Utah and Florida? (laughs)
2: It's killing me, man.
0: Oh, Utah. That's not nice, Biscuit. Ask if you swallowed a recruit. (laughs) Damn it. All right, Jack. Jack Potter, are we gonna have more of that during the shows later on? You you strutting your strutting that ass. Oh no! (coughs) I'm sorry. (coughs) Jesus, man. There's first of all. All right, I know some of y'all are in here having fun. All that laughing is hilarious.
2: Motherfucker, I work circles around your goofy ass. In fact, you probably don't even have a damn job.
0: Oh my god. Daddy says, I hope jackpot ain't got a piss test tomorrow. I don't jackpot doesn't do drugs. He's high on life.
2: Exactly. I'm high on JC, brother. <laughs>
0: <Brock's>, <laughs> all right, I got Brox. Brock's, Brock's comment is top notch. If my gut's telling me he was a person, fuck you, Brock. God damn it. Uh, shit. Uh, mad T-Sippers. I'm going to change Carolina Jackpot's name to Carolina Flapjack. (laughs) Oh, All right. Final call for calls, 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. Jackpot's not high. Uh, West Virginia tomorrow, Jackpot. Who you got?
2: Um, I'm... That's, That's tough. I, I, I want to take West Virginia, and, and I actually did. I actually bet a uh, parlay, and I actually took them. And I, you know, I don't really know why I did it. You know, Pitt's got two really capable running backs coming back. They've got both of them got transfer portal quarterbacks, Pitt Keaton Keaton but Keaton Slowbitch has played a lot more football than JT Daniels has. And plus, JT Daniels got JT Daniels didn't even go through spring training. Or spring training, he goes through spring practice with West Virginia. He's just gotten uh, in there into the system, so I think that gives Pitt an advantage.
0: Well, uh, here's my thing with with JT Daniels. I don't know what happened last year at Georgia, but I think if we, uh, I think most Georgia fans wanted JT Daniels to play. I mean, they were calling him what like like he was the second coming at the beginning of the season, and Stetson Bennett ends up. Getting them their national title. But here's the thing I question the sack on JT Daniels because he could have had the opportunity to go to Missouri and have another shot at SEC East teams. And you know what he said? Nah, fuck that. I'm going to go to, bless my God, Virginia. I question his sack. And if his sack is bad, the offense up there is probably not going to be very good. Give me Pitt to win. Pitt's maybe, gonna um, win there and then they're gonna win the following um, week Tennessee too. So.
2: Yeah, maybe he wouldn't play for Neil Brown. Who knows?
0: Who oh well. Wow. Twisted Chicken says J- JT is fragile. That's a good point.
2: We've also got um uh Oklahoma State, the mullet taking on central Michigan. Oklahoma State's laying 21 and a half. What do you think there?
0: You bet on that game, didn't you? No. I figured you would bet on that one. Uh, I don't know on that game, to be honest. I, I, You know, talent says to run with the mullet, but... Well, if you've noticed, though, the past few years, the mullet, and they underwhelm
2: against shitty teams. Um, against Tulsa a couple years ago, and Tulsa was really bad, they've underwhelmed. They almost lost to Central Michigan. They may have lost to them. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going with Central Michigan. Who are you going with? Who would you go with um, on Louisiana Tech uh, catching 19 and a half at Mizzou? That's a lot.
0: Yeah, uh, it broke my heart yesterday when I seen that Tyler Beatty got cut by the Baltimore Ravens. I thought that uh, – Kevin
2: Harris got cut too.
0: Yeah, but I thought Beatty was going to go on somewhere – um, but apparently he wasn't good enough in the NFL. But uh when I really stop and think about that game, I don't know what the hell is gonna happen with Mizzou. I think every year, you know, we listen to the cast and they and they tell us the same thing every year. Everybody thinks we're gonna be the shits, and then we win six games. That's 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 their what and they say about. The shits. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know something? Mizzou in opening games against shithole teams, they sometimes come out flat. So I Yeah, I probably, you remember that loss to Wyoming a couple of years ago. Yeah, they lost they lost to Wyoming early in the season. I mean, they had some shitty losses at the beginning of the season. Uh, give me uh, Louisiana Tech in the 19 and a half.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I I you know the the true folks that that bet when they look at that game, they're not gonna look at it as oh, this is an SEC team against Louisiana Tech. They they should look at it from the perspective of what Mizzou lost with their entire offense with Tyler Beatty, who's now looking for a job, selling insurance, uh, and, you know, the other guys that they lost. There's no Connor Basilak, He's now playing for Indiana. This is a uh, the- – Imagine
2: leaving you know to Mizzou to go play for Indiana.
0: Yeah, and by the way, think about that for a second. You would rather – U.S.E.C. folks, folks, all, all of you run your mouths, but – Connor Bazelak had a pretty good freshman year, then came back and was kind of the shits as a sophomore. He thought it was better to leave Mizzou, an SEC program, and go play in the land of corn at Indiana. I don't even know if he's going to be their fucking starting quarterback, to be honest with you. I have no clue. But Mizzou is either going to be really above average or they're definitely going to be the shits. I don't think there's going to be a middle ground there, but I like Louisiana Tech to cover. I really do.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm in agreement on that.
0: You got any other games there that you want to go over really quick before we get out of here?
2: What, what, what are you thinking on Penn State and Purdue? I, 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 I think that James Franklin has just been a really underwhelming turd burger his entire time at Penn State uh, has recruited really, oh. well, really well, but uh, his results on the field, I think that he's done just enough to not get fired.
0: Uh, Big Barney Ross says Jared Garantano is legit for the Cardinals. He got cut. <coughs> um, yeah, Biscuit says that's going to be a great game. Look, here's the thing with James Franklin: this guy brought rape uh, rape accusations to fucking Vanderbilt. So if yeah. he was able to get rapers in at Vanderbilt, uh, why can't he get some rapers up there at Penn State? You know, to play in the secondary. And you know, yeah. let's not talk. Uh, that's I poor know. choice let's not of words last year. Well, Georgia led the Conference of Rape Accusations last year.
2: Yeah, but you think with someone who had that kind of stuff going on at Vanderbilt and then going to Penn State, you think Penn State would want to get someone with yeah, a little more integrity than that after their history. But um,
0: but Penn State doesn't, you know, they don't give a shit. They, they wanted that shit gone, you know, nothing to see here, nothing to see here.
2: No, um, they're still suffering from that. Um yeah, but, I mean, he – I don't know. he He's not done anything to impress me. I mean, Penn State, I mean, as many – Penn State, to me, it's, is a blue blood program in college football. Playoffs have been around since 2014. Penn State hasn't sniffed a college football playoff.
0: Uh, someone's talking about Lou Holtz making comments about Brian Kelly. Lou Holtz said, according to SI – that Brian Kelly never responded to his letters to Notre Dame. Uh, I'm reading this from SI. It says, while talking to reporters this week, former Notre Dame coach and South Carolina coach by God, Lou Holtz said that while Brian Kelly was at the helm, he wrote him several letters over his tenure at coach. Unfortunately, Holtz says he never got a response. I write Brian Kelly maybe eight positive letters during his time at Notre Dame, and I go to the mailbox every day hoping I'm going to find an answer. He never responded to one of them, but that's his choice. Uh, Jackpot, when I hear that, first of all, the only thing you get in the mail nowadays is fucking bills. Someone needs to shake Lou Holtz and tell him, hey, you could still walk on the Notre Dame campus and probably walk out onto the football field. No one's going to say shit to you. If you really want to say something positive to Brian Kelly, you know where the fucking office is. It used to be yours. He, um,
2: yeah, somebody sent me a link to – uh, some kind of spoof that some guys did on a sports college show about that. And they were, uh, the guy was impersonating Lou Holtz. And he's like, you know, it's like, I, you know, I, I always wrote blessures to Tyrell Willingham and uh, Charlie Weiss. And those guys were real good. And they responded to me. said, But that fat son of a bitch didn't even bother to pick up a pen. He said, my pen was in the fucking quill. It was in the fucking <laughs>
0: You want to answer this question before we get out of here, Jackpot? Who's your picks to finish two through five in the SEC East?
2: Tennessee, Kentucky, Gamecocks, and Missouri in some order.
0: (laughs) There you go. He answered it. Flip a coin and, and you're all fuckos. That's how that works. Two through five is all fuckos. And with that, good night.